0: Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy, CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And
1: I'm Travis Barnes.
0: And we are the founders of The Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers
1: Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey333, and that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. For those of you that like to watch this on YouTube or uh, you know some other video platform, well, you get to see us all right here live in the flesh today because right here in the studio, we have our good friend, uh, motivational speaker, life coach, Peggy Messer. Peggy, welcome to Ooh, the show.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here with my good friends.
1: Oh, man, yeah. I am so excited to just talk about your story and as you all know, this podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. That's the franchise. And I wanted to talk for a minute about your journey with Journey. How long have you been uh, with Journey now?
0: I've been with Journey. This is going to be my 10th year. I think 10th. as long as you've been there. Wow. Well, you, I think you started in April and I, I started in November, I believe. But anyway, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's wonder, great. Oh,
0: geez. I am. The originals. Yeah.
1: We got a gymversary coming up. Yeah, I
0: I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. The prom. Yeah. The adult prom. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about your transformation, right? You know, you let's talk a little bit about what your mindset was when you came to Journey and then, you know, just how it changed and, you know, what the results are that yeah. you've had. Yeah.
0: You know. Well, I started Journey obviously in 2013. I went to an open house that you had and um I went with every intention of just going to see what's going on, and I was not going to join Journey Fitness you know i had put so much um time over my life in losing weight weight watchers i i been i was in gyms you know i'm our fitness and i took dance, whatever so that was my intention and i heard somebody talk about their um uh, their th- with joining journey fitness and um i signed right up i signed up for 3 months and then of course it ended up to where i'm probably a lifetime member
1: yeah yeah that's oh, awesome yeah
0: so um and you got
1: your wall of fame but i do you know if you're watching us on video she's got a, a she's on the wall of fame for achieving a goal how much weight did you lose
0: i lost um 40 pounds was my goal but honestly right now i'm down 50 pounds yeah so, oh, so yeah awesome. how about that oh, and um it says like oh, 42 pounds down 6.6 body fat and 24 inches lost and you know in I really lost a lot in the past 2 years. I feel like most of it was the past 2 years because like anything else you're up and down. I had surgery, I went on vacation and um you know just different things. I I, ne- I didn't come down that whole time for 10 years. You know, it was up and down and mm-hmm. so I feel like the past 2 years have been my most remarkable time that I've you know lost weight and put, put everything into getting where I am right now.
1: Well, you know, today's episode, by the way, everyone, for those of you that are listening, it's not a journey-specific episode, and I do want to talk with Peggy about some of those mindset shifts that she had during her physical uh, transformation, but it really is an episode that's all about shifts, right? So first, we're going to talk a little bit about Peggy's mindset shifts that help somebody to be down 50 pounds, because that's important to all of us. I don't know if you're still in your New Year mode. I hope you are, if you set a goal for the New Year, so you need to know, you know, What clicked for Peggy? What made it work to be down 50 pounds? But then Peggy's also going to share about some other important shifts that she's had throughout her life, uh, dealing with grief, retiring from being a teacher for how many years?
0: 26 years. 26
1: years. And then deciding that she had a different purpose, uh, you know, had a next chapter, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So let's talk about those mindset shifts that you had, Um, you know, when you came to Journey, you're like, oh man, another weight loss program. I've already invested so much in weight right. loss, you right. know. Um why did this work? What worked?
0: Well, I you know what? It's one of those things I really don't know. I think that I was concentrating more on on who I was, who I am, rather than just the scale is going down. You know, that was always something, and I thought about um what I was eating. And I had great coaches. I mean, your program would just really fit me to a T. And the problem, not that problem, but the struggles that I had so long was I was always getting ready to lose weight for a a reason, like my 10th year reunion, or I was going to be in a wedding. And um, it just never stayed off me. And I really started to um, feel that as I got older, I really needed to try to stay healthy or as healthy as I could. And I started to think about my health and what I needed to do to um, live. Hopefully I'll talk about this. My (laughs) God-sized dream which was to live 25 more years. You know, at this point in my life, I'm going to be 73 years old in another two months. And um, I've been very fortunate to be healthy. Um, A couple scares in my life, but as far as, you know, I'm I'm not on any medicine, I guess is what I can say. So Mm my, my life is um, what I put in my mouth, what I do every day, how I um, live at night, praying, meditating, you know, and another thing is um, I've decided that um, we'll talk a little bit about my purpose, but my go-to right now is God. And he's um, really shown me that um, I'm going to have a, I do have a purpose in life now. And I just want to make sure that I'm healthy and I, and I love Journey Fitness. I love the community, the people.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, I feel like I'm teaching again. No, yeah. no just going in and, and showing people, to, you yeah. know, because a lot of things, you don't come out and talk about teaching, you're caught. You know, kids are caught, they catch a lot of what they know. Mm-hmm. And that's even adults do. Like when you see an adult doing something you want to do, you visualize it, you can do it. You don't always have to sit down and, you know, learn it like you mm-hmm. did in school. Yeah. So hopefully I, that's how I motivate and Keep on
1: going. You know, and regardless of what your faith might be when you're listening to this show, I I definitely believe that once we establish that we're coming from a source, we can enjoy other people better because we're all just a piece of that same source, right? Like, you know, I mean, uh, Wayne Dyer says it this way see the light in other people and treat them as if that's all you see. You know, of course, we can have interactions that get a little muddied up by just kind of who we are in the flesh, but if we can just look past that and see, Oh, you're coming from the same light that I am, you know, and, and just enjoy that community. Um, I believe that our life is a series of nature and nurture and that we go through experiences to bring us to our purpose. Um, Peggy, your your life, like many, has not been uh, a bed of roses, right? Um, one of the major things you had to overcome in your life, I think, is grief. Uh, can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Sure. Sure.
0: That's one thing I'm really hoping to um, inspire or, you know, help other people deal with. Um, uh, When I was 19 years old, uh, my sister got married. And the next day, I remember a a family friend called and said, asked if I'd ride down to Fort Dix or so. I don't know wherever it is in New Jersey. Um, She didn't want to go alone. And my father was sitting at the breakfast table. And he said, "Um, you better go because if you wanted to, you'd want somebody to go with you. So I went. And when I came home, um, Bobby Althoff was walking, walking my mother out to the car. My father had passed. He had an mm. uh, rupt aneurysm, ruptured aortic aneurysm during that time span of, what, 12 hours. So at that point, I decided that um, I was going to, I was a freshman in college. I was going to quit college and come home and take care of my mother. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't work. So I finished college and um, got through, you know, um it, it was very traumatic. I think that I always thought that when people pass that quickly, you really never have time to say goodbye. So I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time trying to figure out, you know, where he went, how I could say goodbye, whatever. Um, So I did, that was my first um, uh, basic loss. Then um, when I was 39, my nephew, Mark, who I was very close to, he died of AIDS. Mm. And he, um, he really, you know, if he if he were alive today, he'd probably still be alive. Do you know, I mean, it was at a time when AIDS was, you know, it was it was a death trap. It was mm-hmm. you were going to die. Yeah. Um. Then another unfortunate time of grief was when my mother in um in 1998, my daughter Brianna wanted to go someplace, so my mother was driving her to this place, and um, uh, because I was babysitting some friends kids and I was out on the front porch it was on Walnut Street in Elmira and I think this was my first godwink ever mm. because as I'm sitting on the porch I always tried to call her and make sure that she was home so I didn't have to worry about that um, two ambulances went by mm. and I thought my mother was in one of those ambulances but I didn't realize that Brianna might have been in the other I thought mm-hmm. she had already taken her and it was her Okay. I drove, um, I put these two little boys in the car and I drove over the Walnut Street bridge and looked down Mount Zora Street. And sure enough, fire trucks, whatever. Come to find out, yes, my mother was in a car accident. And um, by the time I got to the hospital, she had passed. And um, Brianna was, she was admitted to the hospital. She was hurt. So at that point, there was another quick, you know, Mm -hmm. here today, um, gone at night. But anyway, and then I think, um, 2018, um, my brother passed in 2019, my sister passed. Wow. So, back back. yeah. So I'm kind of the only, you know, I, you knit family, you know, you sure. have your mother, father, sisters, brothers. I'm the only one left there. Um, um, uh, so I feel, I don't know. I feel fortunate with what I'm going through right now because it has helped me so much in establishing uh, my mindset and, how I can serve and help other people. This is something I'd really like to do. Um, but um, it, I think it made me stronger. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, my sister and brother were 11 and 12 years older than me. So I was more or less like an only child. And with my mother and father both working, I, I was basically not alone all the time, but alone quite a bit of the time. So I think that that motivated me to realize that at a very young age that I would probably be pretty independent, um, pretty trustworthy, pretty, um, focusing on making friends and, and getting out there and, you know, hip, living a good life, which I'm very fortunate to have lived. So
1: that's, that's so much, uh, there's so many losses there, you know, to lose your mother and your father, um, you know, to lose your brother and your sister, to be the only one left in the nucleus of your family. Um, Hmm. Let me ask you, if there was somebody listening to today's podcast, which there likely is, uh, that's dealing with loss, dealing with grief, what advice would you give to them?
0: First of all, I think that I feel death, I I view death differently now because I I feel like it's a part of life. Like everybody needs to prepare themselves, live their life the way, you know, fortunately it's been given to us, and then realize that there will be an end to everybody's life. Um, I would let them know that the past is the past and the change is your future and you can really move on and you can, um, you can live in, you can live in that grief and you can, but pain, pain, you're going to have pain, but suffering shouldn't last. You shouldn't suffer. So I probably would just let them, And through me, let them know that you can get through this. And, you know, um, fortunately there's a lot of help out there. Um, and you do have to change your mindset and you have to become strong and realize that we're we're all here for just a short time.
1: Yeah. You know. Would you say that your your faith, um you know, because let's face it, death is a part of life, and the reason death is a part of life is because the part of us that is unchanging, that is eternal is not this physical manifestation that we get to see you know um uh, in fact i I like it you know i know you have a wayne dyer quote or two to share today and uh, i love that we we share that same affection um the definition of what's real is that which does not change i learned that from wayne dyer and so if i was to show you my 15 year old body i can't anymore you know it's changed
0: right, right. I, you
1: know it looks a little bit different it's 46 i, I lost my hair you know like you know things happen yeah. but to know that there's when you have a faith you know that there's a part of you that is eternal and again you know if we're all coming from a source and returning to a source uh does that help you in your grief to, uh, to look forward to that part. That's not this temporary time on earth, but that, that, uh, that other side of things, you know,
0: it certainly does. um, Because I think people um, sometimes people feel that God does things to them like, God, Mm -hmm. how could God let this happen to me? And how could God Mm -hmm. do this to, you know, and I think Christians are people that have a higher feeling or hope, whatever, um, they know that God didn't do that and they, Mm -hmm. but they feel that God's with them, you know, so God is there to help you out of whatever you're into, you know? So yes, I believe that, um, being a Christian, it, and I'm not sure about, I don't know a lot about other religions, Mm -hmm. but I know with Christianity, I mean, it's like, you look forward to the time that you're hopefully going to go and your soul is going to go. And, you know, I mean, there, there is that hope, Mm -hmm. the hope is there. So, um, you know, I, I wish and I, I'm I'm very forward now with my Christianity and the way I feel. And that's what I think's gonna happen is like and I don't think I'm afraid of, of dying anymore. And I think that um I'm 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 not happy about it, but I'm I'm okay with it because I'm living what I should be living here on earth. And when I do go, it's that's gonna be a it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's not going to happen anytime soon because you've got a great god years. strength. And
0: 25 so, years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so let's talk
1: about that. So you retire at age 65 from teaching for you said earlier, 26, 26 years, 26 years. So you retire from teaching after 26 years. And so you retired for a few years, uh, still enjoying your workouts at journey and some other things. And, um, uh, you, you decide, uh, and, and let's talk about what led to that decision. But, um, you know, one day, you know, it kind of hits you that, um, you're still unfinished your favorite yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, and I like that song yeah. too. Uh, nation, go listen to the song unfinished. Yeah. It's Peggy's theme song. Um, so, uh, <laughs> know, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. So tell us about that. Like, cause you, you decide, you know what, I'm not finished just because I'm retired. And many people see retirement as a time to sit in their lazy boy chair and just right. be done. Right. Um, you didn't. So tell us about that.
0: Well, I think I'm going to start from the beginning a little bit before this. Um, Anybody that knows me knows that my life has been filled with many, many experiences, many jobs. Um, I graduated from college. I just decided that um, I was never unhappy with anything I was doing, but I was going to try a little bit of everything, whatever sparked my my emotions or my feelings, whatever. And then um, when I got married and had Brianna...
1: And when you graduated from college, you had a degree in what?
0: Psychology, behavioral Psycho- psychology. Which, yeah. by the
1: way, for those of you looking for a good life coach, uh, she didn't just come by this by accident. It was a design for <laughs> it's me. right. <laughs>
0: because I, actually, I was going to um, Stetson University looking into transcendental meditation. Do you believe oh, it?
1: wow, way back then.
0: Yeah, yeah, way back then. But anyway, um, so just trying. I tried a lot of different things. So um, when I started teaching, I was I didn't start teaching till I was 39. And I did it because I didn't know who was going to take care of Brianna during the summers. Mm-hmm. You know, I and then I went to pick her up at daycare and I said, well, I really like kids. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to become a teacher. So I, I did. At and 39. So, at yeah, 39. So I went to um, Amara College. And what was nice was um, they let me take a lot of my graduate courses. I had to take education courses and they let me take them at a at a graduate level. So I took them and obviously became a teacher. But before that, I had always um, been on top of my game. And I wanted to be a teacher because I knew that would be my last job. Because I could, I never have to stop learning. Mm -hmm. I could always do something different. You know, I would get a little bored sometimes with other jobs. So I did that for 29 years. And I loved every minute of it. But at 65, I said, you know, I think, When the kids are going to have to help me up off the floor, it's time for me to go. And there were other people ready. So I kind of was going to do that. I was kind of going to just sit and get up in the morning and do whatever I wanted to do. And I wrote this down. It's like I said, I wasted years coasting through life thinking that things, good or bad, just happened to me. And I didn't have much to say in the matter. I thought these things would just happen. Like whatever was supposed to happen during the day, whatever, it would happen. Okay?
1: Mm -hmm. Would you share this? This Wayne Dyer quote right here. Oh,
0: I love this. Yeah, I will. Can I read? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I will. So anyway, so I thought, you know what? I said, um, I started listening to podcasts, and I've got great podcasts. I mean, for anybody that wants to be motivated and wants to live a good life, and um, I remember feeling kind of down because I really wanted to use these podcasts, and they were all about teaching or going to seminars and learning new things. And I thought, what am I going to do with these things? Um, I thought I can't be a fitness coach. I can't even do a burpee, but anyway, (laughs) um, yeah. So then I thought, and then I listened to people being coaches that there was, there was more to being a coach than just a fitness coach. So I don't know. I'm telling you, all of a sudden I'm on my way to journey fitness one morning and I'm listening to a podcast and I jumped out of the car and I went in and I said, JC, you're not going to believe it. He goes, what? And I go, I'm going to be a life coach. And he goes, well, Just it's about okay. time. J- yeah, he said it's, it's
1: about time. Good answer.
0: <laughs> so and then I went home and I thought, I don't even know what to do. So I looked up certifications and all this stuff to be a life coach. I I read all about what you have to do to be a life coach and I said, number one, I'm already certified. Mm-hmm. I've taught for 26 years. Number two, I know what to do to teach people what they need to know. You know, especially if it's not curriculum. I teach the kids, you know what? You go back and fix something because this might be your best, but you can always make your best better. Yeah. So back, they'd go and come back. Do you like this? I said, yeah, but what do you think? Why don't you draw a picture showing? You know, so yeah. I really, I felt good as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I, Anyway, so... After I decided that I was going to be a life coach, um, that's when I realized that I was just coasting, you know, and what so then I realized that in order to do that, um, my goal, my desire, my purpose was to live a life with intentions. So I can't tell you how much I've researched what intentions are and, you know, whatever. Anyway, so and then I said, well, I'm going to set intentions. Setting intentions empowers you to decide what you want and how you want to experience life. Mm -hmm. sure life is unpredictable and will likely throw you a curveball. but ultimately you are the one writing the story Mm -hmm. and then wayne dyer i love wayne dyer i your intentions create your reality
1: your intentions create your reality yes yeah because instead of coasting through life or just you know believing that whatever happened is going to happen you decided i'm going to set an intention right and and then you know you went after that intention and started creating your own life yeah um we have a friend and mentor, uh Todd Durkin. you heard yeah. of him <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. um uh, we brought Todd into journey uh, to you know expose him to our members because he had been such a great influence on us, and we wanted uh him to influence whatever members uh you know that he spoke to and uh he spoke to you in a special way, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did, yeah, so tell yeah. us a little bit about how your journey evolved to where uh you you use this expression god sized dreams, yes. you know so yeah. tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, um, yes, I listened to him on podcasts and all of a sudden, um, let me think, I think it was 2000, the end of 2021, um, I listened to him quite a bit and he had made, he discovered or whatever, wrote this book called the God-sized dreams planner. And I wanted this for Christmas and my family, they draw names. And mm-hmm. so the girl, I didn't know who got my name, but we put on Facebook what you want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I put, I really want the God-sized planner. Mm-hmm. So then I thought nobody's going to get me the God. They don't even. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then I put down, well, I want a chip and dip dish. <laughs> <laughs> they're going, Aunt Peggy, you've already got a chip and dip dish. Well, I didn't. So anyway, long story short, broke buy-
1: God-sized planner or chip and dip. Dish? I know. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So I thought they're not. So I ordered my own. Mm-hmm. All right, so then I go down to the the Christmas gathering, and my niece Brooke had drawn my name, and didn't she get me the god size planner? Oh wow! I started crying. Yeah, I said, "You do not know how much I wanted this." Yeah, and then my nephew Donald says, "Let me see that," and I thought, "I'm going to send him mine, the one I already did." You know, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I started this god size plant dream planner, and um.
1: Dreamer is a good word. Dream. I,
0: <laughs> I just want to, I'll show you, I've highlighted what the beginning was because he asked a lot of questions and I thought, oh my gosh, I believe these questions create your intentions. It's yes. more I think about it. It's like your intentions are your beliefs, what you believe in. I believe that I can do this and I intend to do it. Right. You know, it's so different. They're, your goals can be, Um. They're, inner, they're like siblings, goals and intentions. So I started this strategic plan, forget the financial part, that's not, mm-hmm. all right. Bucket list Mastermind event San Diego now how did I know I did not know, I didn't even know I could or couldn't go to it yeah so I'd read about that I wanted to go I wanted to I want to go to a human library I'll talk about go to a mastermind <laughs> event in San Diego in September yeah, yeah. and we'll talk to the event San Diego trip to Israel, San Diego so I highlight be a oh quit drinking I did quit drinking that's probably yes I true. loved it I love it going to mastermind event in san diego in you're, september you, you
1: love it? you quit drinking You yeah. used to love drinking or both, oh God, both. I, know, <laughs> I
0: know no i love both but i love right now because i've lived 25 years yeah no that's we awesome. drink the strength you're gonna quit drinking
1: well so uh yeah. let's talk about that there for a second because you asked cindy and i to lunch to share you know the path that you were uh-huh. on and i i just think that It's amazing. I I want you all to remember the quote that Peggy shared, which is your intentions create your reality. And they do something to manifest in your life. You see, we we come from a source that can speak things into creation. And I believe that when Peggy started speaking things, that things started aligning. So Peggy had gotten this God-sized dream book. And so she writes in this God-sized dream book that I'm going to go to a mastermind event. And uh, the one thing was, she was about a month off because she's telling me this story and she hadn't even mentioned the mastermind event, just talking about coach and talking about enjoying the Impact podcast and enjoying um, how she's also enjoying the god Stream book. And I was thinking, well, you know, Todd's got this retreat coming up in San Diego and I should tell her about it because she's enjoying his podcast so much. And before I can get the words out of my mouth, You say, and so I was thinking about visiting my niece in San Diego in October. And I'm like, wait a second. I was just about to invite you to San Diego in October. And you were already thinking about going there. And little did you know, this intention that you had written down, that you had set for yourself, was about to manifest the opportunity right when you were already planning to go to San Diego. There's something to that. You know, I mean, it's just a powerful thing that... We say, This is what I'm doing with my life. I'm going to start speaking, you know, because it takes guts. It takes guts, you know. Hey, I'm whatever, you know, I'm retired, you know, 65, 68, 70 years old, whatever. And I'm going to tell people I'm going to be a life coach now. And I'm going to tell people I'm going to speak. And I'm going to tell people that, you know, I want the god side stream planner, knowing that people may laugh, may not know what to do. Yeah.
0: Right? yeah.
1: But then everything starts to line up, you know, yeah. like, Uh, cindy could not make that event you became my date we went to todd durkin's house
0: House for dinner Yeah,
1: now we have a conspiracy on this podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) so interesting because um like all right before any of this happened i had met somebody who would talk to me about god wings and i got bought the book and there are real things that happen to people Mm -hmm. and um like it's like you might think they're a coincidence but if you know if i I just i knew that god showed me my purpose he was the one in that car that told me to go in there and tell them i'm going to do the. you know i'm somebody helped me with this i mean it's it's god right right so anyway um so i've been looking at all the things going on in my life and i've had so many god winks so when i said that to you and you said um you want to i'm there. that's a god wink Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so things like that have been happening to me and it you know and I agree, you manifest your destiny and here it's coming. And I, I've been a little slow with that only because I want to just know what I'm doing before. I, I, I don't know. Some people like to put on their, their shoes and go out and dance. I like to dance and then put on my shoe, whatever. You know, <laughs> my I yeah. And that's who I am. I am. I'm kind of a perfectionist and I always want to make sure that I'm doing or saying the right thing. And then I meet people at the retreat who say, just talk from your heart. Yeah. Do this. And so the next thing I know, Todd's going around the next day asking people what they thought about the day. I can't remember what it was like the day before. Is, you want to tell us anything that's going on? They're thrown around this pillow with a microphone in it. The next thing I do is raise my hand. Mm-hmm. He goes, Peggy. And I'm going, yeah. So I stand up and I say, I'm here on a God wink. I said, Travis and Cindy and I, we had lunch. And the next thing I know, I'm out here in San Diego and, um, and I go and look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the people were so, resp- these people, I, I mean, if I could pick a group of people to be around forever, I'd pick up and move. I mean, yeah. I, they're just phenomenal people. Yeah. Nobody's better than the other. Everybody mm-hmm. likes each other. I mean, it's just it's such a nice environment.
1: Kindred spirits, you know, living their life with intention. Mm-hmm. And and I want to take a second to highlight that you said When you were done listening to that podcast, you're in your car, you're going to go inside and tell JC, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a life Mm -hmm. coach. Um, You just knew it was a God wink. And, you know, there might be people listening right now and you're listening you're like, well, how do I know if I've had a God wink? And it's the things that we are enthusiastic about. Enthusiasm, it comes from the Greek and it's ethos iasm. It means that we feel the God within. You see, there was like this unique, special purpose that you were created for. And when you connect with that purpose, those are your moments of enthusiasm. Those are your moments where you're like, oh, wow, I lost track of time. I didn't even know what I was doing, you know, Mm because I was just so into it, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to say that that enthusiasm was part of that God link. So tell us about the journey that you're on today. I mean, like, uh, what what's next? I mean, what what are we doing? All right. Yeah. I mean, your whole life has prepared you for this time and place that you're
0: at. It has. And um, I'm excited because, you know, it, it is a little, I'm not going to say it's not scary. It's a little scary, but with God, I trust the Lord. That was my theme this year. The new God-sized planners are Really screwed me. Not they they're different. So I had to have a theme and a and a word. And you know, I love that. Your intention for the world for the whole year was dream. But last year was dream. This year it's serve. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my theme is trust the Lord. Because Mm -hmm. I tend to think I'm in control of a few things that I'm not. (laughs) You know, and so my like let go and let God. God. Um so every morning I'm there like, well, I'm offering my day to you. And then all day it's like, okay, I can do this, you know, and and I know that whatever I'm doing right now is what my purpose really is. And my whole life before this has qualified me for this purpose. One question I had was, why did God wait so long? Mm. And then I have a great friend, Teresa. She said, "Peggy, He was working on you the whole time. Uh, You had to go through." And you know, if we know we know God, we know that there's never not going to be conflict. There's always going to be conflict. There's always going to be things that happen in our lives. Well, He's going to He helps us out of them, you know. And sometimes it's hard because you feel that you can control it, and you can't. Yeah. So I work on that almost every day. I'm not in control of anything except what you want me to do, and which is me. Yeah. I'm in control of me. And yeah. um I've learned that um what I want to do now is I want to keep doing what I'm doing. This was my first initial big thing right now on this podcast, because I want to have a podcast. And I'm always worried that I might say the wrong thing at the right time or the right thing at the wrong time and that I have to fix it. And I'm just me, you know, and, and usually it's um <laughs> uh it's off the cuff, you yeah. know, and I'm better off the cuff, but there are some things that um I just can't remember that I want to say. And so I, I'm okay with reading off the paper now a little bit. Yeah, you know? sure. So, yeah, it's good to have um, notes. So my next thing, oh I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's the part I want po- I'm gonna have a podcast and I think I, I think I'm gonna tell you what it's gonna be called. So yeah can, I was gonna it's gonna be you. called, yeah. What was I saying?
1: what was I saying? What was I Good saying? Name. Yeah. The name for a podcast. Yeah. yeah. What um, was I saying? And you, ha- so by the way, uh, it's, it's amazing how life is, right? You know, we've all experienced this. We've all, you know, tried to look at our current circumstances and said, you know, my life just doesn't make any sense right now. And then one day we're able to look back with hindsight and hindsight, as we all know, is 2020. And we see how our whole life prepared us. Yeah. You know, Peggy didn't tell you that, she even joined the circus at one time. and I know <laughs> I mean, so, so much, Peggy.
0: So I, I know so but, much.
1: But what I see is a person that has been fun and has been free-spirited and yet harnessed that fun and got a degree in psychology and was a teacher for 26 years and overcame so much adversity, especially in the area of grief, to arrive at this point in time And a person that appreciates the questions that she's asked in the God-sized dreams because it's a person who knows. See, a good teacher will give good answers, but a master gives good questions. And with Peggy, she has an appreciation for the questions. And as a teacher, all these years have been bringing you to this point to where you can now be that coach uh, for someone that is just going to be a game changer in their life. And there was just so many things that prepared you for this. And I couldn't imagine a more fun, a more educated, a more, uh, you got your PhD in life, you know, (laughs) right. You know, just a a great person to work with. So, um, since you're going to have a podcast and it's, what was I saying? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what are are some of your favorite podcasts that, you Uh, you know, kind of understand, you know, maybe what you appreciate and what they might see.
0: Well, Oh, there, oh, there it is. Top of the list. Travis and Cindy Barnes, overcomers. <laughs> he, you were the first podcast I ever listened to. And I think it was Damon West. Um, one of your first ones. Mm-hmm. And I had read the book, the change agent mm-hmm. and to listen to him, it was like, oh, now I hear, I can hear, I'm so excited when the person, whoever I read the book was like Wayne Dyer, I listened to his whole shift retreat out in Hawaii Yeah, and yeah. he yeah. spoke it. Right. Yeah. And, um, but so I love that. And then I love Todd Durkin, Impact Show. I mean, he he this week it was Elaine Lillane. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I so, would love to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I love Speak that Milet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I <A> <laughs> idea the yeah, performance, whatever. Uh, Add Ed Milet. I think he's got great, great speakers. Um, I watched him in a um a whole day a webinar that he had when he was on doing his book, The Positive the power of one more. Mm-hmm. I listen to ET. I love the hip preacher. I'd love his um, John Gordon. I think is phenomenal with positive view. I I've got it down here. I, I don't, haven't read any of his books except the coffee bean with ch- the change angel, but I'm, I'm going to read more. To John Gordon. Um, uh, uh nothing is wasted. That's a very spiritual. Um, Biz Case told me about that. It's people who've gone through adversity, but they, they bring the Bible in and they talk about well, you know, what happens at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what because he had a he had a terrible thing happen to him. Super soul. Sometimes I listen to that, and it was the first time I ever heard of Arthur Brooks in Strength to, to Strength. Oprah was interviewing him. Uh-huh. And I, that's where I learned about him. And I think she's interesting. Um, she interviewed Lady Gaga, who I couldn't, I'm going, you know, just, right. they're yeah. real people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, anyway, books, I, one of my favorite books was Option B by Cheryl Sandberg. Mm-hmm. She um, works for Zuckerberg, but anyway, um, she was on vacation with her husband and he died when they were on vacation and how when you can't follow option A, you got to follow option B. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting. Love the change, Aja. Yeah. Things in there. How about when she gave him back to God?
1: No. Oh, oh yeah. my
0: gosh. The mother gave him back to God. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And then. Uh, the mom, wow. What accountability. Oh, uh, yeah. What a. It's what strong. a. What what a yep. great position to take, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, not that I, I don't. Ha- well, I do. I probably can find a few people to give that, <laughs> like me, <laughs> like me. But anyway, oh, when God winks at you, I love the God winks. Great stories. High ten. Martin Rooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you talk to me. I'd like to do some motivational speaking, maybe leadership or whatever, and I talk about the culture and how to balance life. In yeah. your work and and being mortal, this book was all about. When do you choose your quality of life? Like a lot of people just fight, like people who who are at the end of time, you just know when you your family doesn't want you to leave and and you're just fighting so you go through chemo, you're just sick for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, finally you just say, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that two years, well, do you want that to be your quality of your life? Or do you want it afterwards when you're sick just sick? Do you know what I mean? It's like um, when do you choose? how you're going to live the rest of your life mm. and how are you going to lo- live it? One thing um, oh, he talks about book. in there was there was a nursing home where people were just sitting in their rooms and everything. Well, somebody came in and they put a bird in everybody's room in a plant. So now they've got something to live for, you know, mm. they've got to take care yeah. of And, uh-huh. and you know, it was nice, mm. uh-huh. a nice book. Mm. The shift Wayne Dyer sermon on the Mount by Emmett Fox. Mm. Great book. Really. I really learned more about the Lord's prayer. I, I, I used to go hollow, hollow. I didn't, I, that's when I learned hollow, mm. H-A-L-L-O-W. Mm. You know what it really means? Mm. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, he, he's reverent. I, I never, I was always hollow. I always thought it was just hollow being the name, mm. but it's his reverence. He's, 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 he, he's, there is none other like him. Wow. But anyway, in the power of one more, I, I really, I really related to a lot of that because, and I'd go to journey fitness. And you know, it's five, four, three, <laughs> two. And I'm going, one more.
1: One more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well. Oh,
0: strength of strength. I just wrote down. You would ask me one time what I thought about the book. Well, there's so much in it, but I like the part of the fluid intelligence when you're young, the ability to reason, you're gonna learn then. And then the crystallized intelligence is when the wisdom comes and you've got the ability to use a Deck of knowledge that you've learned in the past, and the reason I like that is I'm here. I'm in the crystallized intelligence using my wisdom
1: yes, yes, and and that's what I was just about to say that if you're looking for a life coach or somebody that can help you in life, I want somebody um me personally, I don't really want a life coach that's half my age. I want somebody that's read books that I haven't read and had experiences that I haven't had. And has established themselves with this crystallized intellig- intelligence, as it's described in Strength to Strength, that can help me now with all their wisdom and all their experience. And that's why I think you're just so perfect for what you're doing right. now. I, I, so I awesome. thank you.
0: Yeah. I think, well, uh, you two have been a big part in all of this.
1: Yeah.
0: So when I'm out, out at Giant Stadium... Speaking, remember Billy Graham? He went to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: that's
0: a big brain. Yeah. Okay. No, well, we're speaking it, you know. <laughs> no. No,
1: <we're> it. <laughs> no.
0: no, when I really, in, if I make a difference in one person's life, yeah. which I think I already have. I have a great client right now that just, she builds me up. You know, I mean, she doesn't realize how much she's doing for me. Is hmm. I'm, you know, because I love the people that I'm like, I don't, I'm okay with them loving me. Mm-hmm. but I love them too. So it, that's really important to me. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, hopefully reaching a lot of people. Yeah, And you too have really bit, played a big part in that. And well, I thank you.
1: Well, we thank you for letting us be part of your journey. Um, how can, uh, you mention your client, and how can people listening to today's podcast reach out to connect with you and uh maybe they're interested in coaching or maybe they just want to connect uh what's the best way to do it
0: well um i did speak at journey fitness one night and um it was it was fun and i did have a lot of people come up and I can kind of read a room, and I'm really good at um eavesdropping a little bit sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely need to pick up on what yeah. I could do to and, and then I'll pick up and start a conversation with I think you would really like this, or you know and i I've offered a lot of that, but I did pick up on a people came up to me and said, You know how um i my routine is this, and I'm there, oh, you know, or um I'm glad you mentioned God, and you know or um my son's going through this, and geez, my daughter, I wish I could you know, and I'm thinking you're covered you know what i, I, mean? got, I, I get got covered, you covered. I got you. but anyway um uh you can get in touch with me i did write it all down um isn't that terrible i, I have a new um email it was on my card
1: and we can put it in the show notes too. yeah
0: you put it in your show notes it's um wouldn't you know it's on the other folder? Ah, yeah. there it is. Right. We got it. You now. can find. I have a a, co- a Facebook uh, coaching page. It's Peggy Messer Dash Life Coach. Mm-hmm. And they have some reason. They have in parentheses Margaret. Maybe because that's my real name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I do have a um, Gmail. pmesser at ati at gmail dot com and the ati stands for aspire 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 to inspire that's what my motto is i'm i'm aspiring at the same time i'm helping other i'm doing it for myself too and hopefully i'm a i'm a i walk the talk you know mm-hmm. i'm really working on integrity honesty and for the first time in my life, I feel like it's okay to say good things about myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you know growing up, it, we called that bragging back in the right, 50s. Yeah. right. You know, how can you, you know, not anymore? You've got to love yourself. So yeah,
1: well, you know, yeah. it's so good, Peggy. You definitely inspire me. Uh, George Bernard Shaw wrote a, a great poem about a splendid torch, and I think too often people are. Are looking for their life to be done before it's done, right? They're like, "Oh, you know, it's good now. I can retire and not do anything." Uh, And you, searching for purpose and saying, "You know, I'm going to make the most of my purpose and the most of my life." And uh, you know, it's it's being a splendid torch and and uh, making sure that you shine bright uh, as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Well, thank um, you. yeah, yeah. So any final words for our audience?
0: Yes. I, um, a friend of mine, she says, oh, you said a quote the other day and I'm there. Oh, I remembered it. Anyway, I have, I have a hard time remembering because I don't, I get the information and I have to remember now, where did I read that or where did I get that? But anyway, and you inspire me with your quotes. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, <laughs> um, it says, I'm so glad I wait. I'm so glad. Um, whoa, I forgot it already. Marilyn's funny. She says, um, oh, I'm so glad that I didn't die die before I started to live kind of thing. Something about, I'm glad I didn't die before I started to live or I didn't pass. Um,
1: That's so good. Yeah,
0: it is because I feel like, you know, it's a rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't um,
1: care how old you are. You can relate to that. Um, Maybe you had a a type of life where you're sedentary and unhealthy, and maybe like mm-hmm. Peggy you know you've used fitness to recapture your life or or maybe you're like me, and uh really took a wayward journey and and I'm so glad that I didn't die on that journey before I started to live because uh I'd like to think that my life has uh made a a difference on this side that i uh would not have uh been able to make uh, right. had I not been able to uh live this side of it, so that's a really great quote, really right. great quote, thanks for sharing, right.
0: yeah. yeah. That's and awesome. um, again, um, be the hero of your own story. Yeah. I'm also going to write a book.
1: Yeah, You're gonna I, write a book. I, Is I, that going to be the subtitle or title? Or
0: I should no, I, yeah. I I I'm not sure about the title of that yet.
1: You know, uh, the the Overcomer shirt says, "There's a hero inside you." Yeah, a hero and there's a me. there's a hero inside of all of us, and you are the hero of your own story. That's awesome. Well, thank, thank, thank you for being on the show thank today. You. Great job! Wow, thank, thank, thank you. It's you. been awesome.
0: <laughs> You're awesome.